I need a steno pad and some sharp pencils. Walk with me to the conference room, Miss Bryant. Karin took a deep breath and stared at her reflection in the window. She looked plain, plain and neat. She brushed back a stray wisp of soft brown hair from her brow and nudged her heavy-rimmed glasses back on her nose. Horror of horrors, her hands were shaking. How could she take dictation? She couldn't. Yes, she could, and she would. She was at the head of her class, and if Maggie Bryant had faith in her ability, that was enough for her. Another deep breath. Mark Raven. She was actually going to sit at the conference table and take down his dictation and notes of the meeting. Wait till the other girls in the typing pool heard this. Handsome, debonair, and don't forget dashing, she told herself. Mark Raven, president and chairman of the board of Raven Cosmetics, was all these things. The profile she had read just a few short months ago in the Sunday Supplement said he was a 35-year-old genius and well on his way to building an empire in the cosmetics industry. The article had hinted at a new top-secret line of cosmetics that would either place Raven at the top of the business or at the bottom. The article had gone on to cite quotes from the other prominent figures in the industry, and Karin had been amazed to find Raven described as ruthless, mercenary, a playboy and, in other terms, far less complimentary. Here you go, Karin. Three fresh pencils and a brand new steno book. Hurry, you have only a few minutes. I want you in there before the meeting gets underway. Make me proud of you, Karin, the older woman said fondly. With a last gentle pat on her shoulder, Maggie withdrew, leaving Karin to stand alone in front of the closed conference room door. Moistening her dry lips, Karin knocked softly and then took a step backward. Moira Evans opened the door, her patrician features haughty and aloof. You must be Miss Ainsley. We've been waiting for you. She made it sound like we had been waiting for hours. Karin glanced around. The board members weren't seated, and Mark Raven was not in attendance. Karin's head went up a little higher as she stood quietly waiting to be told where she was to sit. She was getting a headache. The perfume Moira Evans was wearing was not going to sit well with Karin. It was overpowering, heady to the point of being sickening. She knew it wasn't a raven perfume. Raven perfumes were all subtle, yet alluring, and they didn't overpower the way Moira's scent was doing. Sit here, Miss Ainsley, Moira said, motioning to a chair next to the head of the table. Karin quietly advanced across the room to take her assigned seat at the long conference table. Moira Evans dismissed Karin with a nod. Ladies, gentlemen, please be seated. Mark, Mr. Raven, asked me to get the meeting underway. He's going to be a few minutes late, as you can see. Chairs were pulled out from the incredibly long, polished table as the board members took their seats. Cigarettes were lit, pads and pencils shifted from one spot to another. Muted conversations wafted through the high, vaulted room as Karin made herself nearly comfortable in the plush, high-backed chair at one end of the gleaming table. In spite of her resolution to appear efficient and experienced, Karin's eyes began to wander from the soft celery green carpet that practically swallowed your ankles when you walked on it to the even softer colored celery green walls that rose majestically to the 15-foot ceilings. A corner office, it had two walls of wraparound glass through filmy yards of draperies. These walls displayed an exquisite view of New York's east side. Along the other two sides of the rectangular room were low white sofas 
and before them stood heavy, square, glass cocktail tables. The only splashes of color came from the Manet paintings hung above the sofas, illuminated by their own gleaming brass lights. Moira Evans stood at the head of the conference table waiting until the members of the board realized that she was not going to speak until she had their undivided attention. Karin had to admire the woman's poise as she stood there, still as a statue, eyes flashing, mouth grim. Eventually, the room stilled. Karin waited expectantly, her pencil poised, ready to begin her notes of the meeting. There was no doubt in her mind that Moira Evans belonged in a cosmetics firm. The woman's makeup was perfection, and the expensive Halston suit she wore molded her slim form perfectly, its willow gray outlining her incredibly slim figure. Every jet black hair was in its place.